fellow universe, it is the 15th of April, and it is 4.19, so, you know what that means, somebody's manufactured custom of 4.20 is about to approach, manufactured I say because it just came out of nowhere when it happened, all of a sudden 4.20 meant something, so to me that feels manufactured, but any reason to get high, manufactured or organic, or frankly synthetic of some sort of non-material nature, well, I'm in. Why not? Let's get high on the ghost indica. Wait, is this ghost? Oh, no, we're doing dosey dose dosey dose on the 420. All right, so listening to the last few, boy... Do I feel for you if you are doing the same? And, uh, it's 420 now, so, all right, hard. All right, well, <clears throat> it is now 424. And that isn't to say I've overindulged. That's to say that Phoebe and I have been hitting the cabin crunch. And that was a little too crunchy-munchy to get on the recording, so there you go. Um... <laughs> wow. Um, I have tried to tighten things up in my pre-recording routine again. I think I was getting perhaps a little lax. Although, in some ways, no. But, I, meaning, I don't want to be so wandery. Wandering. Such a wanderer. With my um, presentations as much as I have been. And so I'm going to fall back on what I thought was a pretty good system when I uh, came up with it the first time. Funny how I always go away from systems that work. But regardless of that faux pas that I'm prone to, this time I will go back to and stick with the two to three um, concepts to cover and where that intertwines, how it relates, whether it relates, even if it finds three uniquely isolated Venn diagram um, regions, well, so it goes. But um, I said I would speak of God, <clears throat> or what I think God is, and I, I certainly have no concept of God. In other words, it's not like I think I have experienced that which would be in any phenomena described as God. But God is such a pervasive element of humanity, worldwide, culture-wide, history-wide, um, that either it is the single greatest injected um, piece of hulunanning? What is that word? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that one up. Um, nonsense that the power structure is using to lord over us, but as easily as it's rejected in today's society, that just does not seem sustainable. Rather, it seems that there must be this concept of what can you quantify it as? The reason that the raison d'etre, uh, there's the other French I know, poorly spoken, of course. But <clears throat> if our purpose of being here is such a quarrelsome 
concept to even consider. That the idea of having an answer to that is just ridiculous. How dare you even think that's a question to which you should be privy to the concept, should the answer exist? I agree. I agree. Living with this muddled, please, 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 please tell me I didn't fuck it all up way of going is much better. But, God, you know, God, God, God. Even Kitty probably believes in God. I know Kitty believes in some shit that she sees at 11.30 at night every night. Whatever freaks her out. But I don't think that's God either. And I don't think God is under a rock. I don't think God is living in my sock. And if you don't think, I'll take this to the clock. Well, that's how much me and my God rock. All right. If you're going to pursue the spiritual, well, so you go to church houses or you worship houses or you go to the texts of old, you go to whatever, 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 right? But wherever you go, there's God. <laughs> now, this is our God. That's their God. Oh, and that's history God. And oh, that's not even a God. That's just, that's God with a little G. Um, so, nobody's got one story. Everyone's got a similar story. And it all comes back to this thing called faith and what you feel from within. Okay, now that is a baseline on which we can start to work, right? That seems like where maybe if you're going to convince me that we're going to talk about something like then we're going to start with something like, what do you think you know from within to be the relevant truths of your existence as you walk this 3D space and time? Linearly time. Well, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. I mean, that seems like 99.9% .9 of it, right? <laughs> like, hey, done. What else do we have to talk about? Well, then it comes to courts and prisons and sentences and politicians taking bribes. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. But if you just will it all back down to, well, God is whoever created a universe in which the fundamental do unto others as you would wish others would do unto you. Well, that God wins. I like him. I like her. I like the existence of the spaghettiest, monsteriest thing you can imagine. But this is okay. Because a universe with that God in it is a universe I can walk in. Now, how righteous can I walk according to that tenet? Well, there's a whole bunch of Nonsense that gets in the way, right? And that's humanity. That's your free will. That's your weakness, your sin, your mortal soul being compunctious. Or chaos is chaos, right? What you expect? Shit's weird, man. It's a weird world. The more you put your 
face out there, the more you're going to want to put a gas mask on. So take that where you want to go with it. <clears throat> Nietzsche's not just dead. Nietzsche's irrelevant. Because you know what's relevant? Nothing, including fucking Nietzsche. Okay, yep, we can go that route. <laughs> I mean, oh, can we ever go that route? Because that one is so seductive. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. I say this because I got nothing that feels legit. But even in that mindset, that Obi-Wan Kenobi stuff makes sense. You still do unto others as you want others to do unto you. I don't care how nihilistic you get. There are base level truths. And to me, that's God. Simple as that. Whatever base level truth we know this universe needs to operate on, in which to operate optimally. Well, that's the divine. That's God. And that's why I use the pause button. Because normally I would wax on here for about nine minutes of, I don't even know where it would go, but it wouldn't go very far. It would just go windy. And instead of winding through that bush of nonsense, I'm going to light this bush on fire like God would and pause. All right. No, Phoebe, that wasn't a call to action. CTA, no, Baba, no, Baba, no, Baba, no, Baba. Okay, I'll rub your Babas. All right. <clears throat> Salient point of value number two. This one I'm just making up out of thin air, so if it's not so salient or valuable, well, my apologies in front of that train before it starts running. But, I really like how the internet, especially the how-to video archive slash reservoir of knowledge base that is there to mine, that is innocuous enough that YouTube leaves it alone, has raised the bar of competency in what it is to do the things like own a dog, um, uh, <laughs> well, own a dog comes to mind because I've seen a bunch of really good dog owners with new dogs. And what I mean is a lot of four-month-old dogs being trained correctly, as opposed to, say, 15 years ago, when Two-thirds of the four-month-old dogs were so out of control that the owners could barely keep them occupied on a leash. Now, you're watching the effect of people who are willing to go find the information to do things right, moving through society <laughs> and doing things right. I love it. I love seeing people who are especially caring for their properties. There's no question that is all over television and all over the internet. So you see a lot of inventive homeownership uh, investment. And it's awesome because a lot of personality comes out in that. A lot of why you're here is coming out in that. But just people who know to sharpen their lawnmower blades and now do it themselves. Or people who have corrected the gutter runoff issue that might have been inherited with the house property they got because they know how to do it thanks to learning it on the internet. The bar of competency is higher. And it's not higher because people have learned more. It's higher because we're sharing information better. It is always something that you want us to know how to do. Now you can go find out. It doesn't matter what it is. Those of us who care about doing better than 
just feeling it out and hoping for the best, have resources that mean I'm seeing a lot of really well-behaved four-month-old dogs. So way to go, dog owners. That is a statement I have never been able to make. Now, let's go find another salient point before we call this a show. Ha, I already had the other point. Well, you know what? I'll pause anyway. Okay, unpause. Well, salient point number three will come here in a second because what I was hoping to do, and now after doing one, <laughs> uh, may have found myself in too big a an undertaking to actually commit to this. All right. <clears throat> I was going to go back through the first 53 in the wait what category one at a time over the course of the next 53 and include a quick what was worth listening to, what of, of those episodes have I covered thoroughly, and what of those episodes mm, might still be worth exploring. So... There's way too much that I pulled out of episode one to continue doing that across multiple episodes, one by one by one by one, unless they all drop off dramatically in terms of things that I need to revisit. So, maybe what I'll do is continually revisit the first chapters, uh, 1 through 53, and add things to these later recordings that, for whatever reason, I still haven't figured out. Ugh. However, figuring out that I'm yawning, yeah, that I, that I can figure out. Alright, <clears throat> so am I bored by this material? Maybe. But in episode one, there was definitely some confusion in me describing what it's like to not present yourself as your real self because you have an expectation of how your real self will be received. And I made that a lot more convoluted than I needed to by elements like forward-guessing how this will cause phoniness. and uh, But the truth is, I have a very difficult time not preparing myself for the reaction of something that I'm preparing myself to deliver. In other words, part of figuring out how a project's scale, scope, and presentation should look is the expected returning reception of that by the audience you're t intending to, to, uh, to whom you are delivering the product. So, anything that removes yourself from that process, I believe, is what I was trying to get at. Much like Buddhist tradition says that ultimate enlightenment comes from the dis the dissolution of the self. At least I think it does. Boy, that's going back thirty years. That might be wrong. Well, if that's wrong, I apologize, but I know that if it's not Buddhist tradition, that it's written inside of achieving nirvana. Um, and I don't think I spelled that out very well at all. So, if you are capable of removing the reaction element of anything that you're providing the universe, ah, well, unlike me, you're probably not bored by that skill because that skill would mean that you have achieved some level of 
separation from even believing that's relevant. And I don't know how I'll ever think that what other people think isn't relevant. At least at some 0.1% level. Um, but to say that that should be something that sways you or determines how you maneuver or what you do next or where you go from here, no, obviously not. But to remove yourself entirely of the reaction of the bigger picture crowd looking at you, that, that I guess, is nirvana. Maybe I'm just not worthy. Um, I also said in that initial one that people are who they are and that that's a fundamental truth. Uh, I kind of think that. I definitely don't disagree with it. There's probably some polishing that needs to happen there, but people are who they are. You are born with a set of proclivities, and if you don't work to fulfill them, you'll always feel like you are underachieving, misaligned, somehow doing the wrong work toward the wrong end. There will be disconnect, and that disconnect will be real, and it will drive you nuts, and you may not even understand it. You may not get what's got you so beclamped that you can't get out from underneath yourself. Well, if it's because you're not adhering to who you really are and trying to adhere to what society told you will make you feel fulfilled, that's my A number one guess as to what's going wrong with you. And with when I say what's going wrong with you, there's nothing going wrong with you. Those signals that you're getting, those vibrations of discomfort, those are the ways that the inner you reveals itself to say, hey, yo, wake up. This is where you're at. We need you to perform at the level you're capable of with the things you were brought here to do, not get lost in this nonsense of how many days in a row can you perform on Wheel of Fortune. Okay, well, that was a bad one to call out because frankly, how many days can you perform on Wheel of Fortune is one of the great diversions as to why we're here. We're not all here just to create academic papers and find out fundamental truths about the universe. We're also here to go on roller coasters to take inner tube rides down babbling brooks, to experience chasing a butterfly and catching it in a net and then releasing it to the wild again, only to have terrorized the butterfly. Whatever we're here to do to have fun is also part of why we're here. That isn't in any way to be negligible or secondary or a pursuit that isn't how many days can you succeed on Wheel of Fortune before they pull the plug and say, all right, that guy's been on Wheel of Fortune 38 straight days. Enough. Give me some new contestants. I don't know. But it's a worthwhile question. Don't think it's not. But if you're not pursuing Wheel of Fortune because it augments who you are and why you're here, well, then I will wonder if you're doing it for reasons that are to impress other people or to fulfill someone else's expectations or just to Think that you will find something at the end of that road that you found nowhere else that people have told you to look. Again, those disconnects, those are the ones that you only solve by looking inside and saying, okay, well, who am I? And what do I need to do to feel like when I go to sleep at night, my day went right? Like pausing when you take bong hits. Okay, and the best thing <clears throat> about the evolution of you toward your real self, that sort of process... Jesus, Phoebe, what? Um, is it offers you the opportunity to give and receive something from everybody. 
Everybody who's being their real self attracts everybody else being their real self. And the give back and forth between those entities is like a secret club. But when you participate in it, and when you start to understand your role to uh, both give and receive inside that club, that's when life starts to feel fulfilling. Because you never have to question what you're doing. You know what you're doing. And you know it has purpose. It just, it emerges in real time. And when I say the break was there the whole time, that's the break. That the only thing you really have to do is be your real self. And quit letting society tell you what will fulfill you. That's what led to faithless, diabolical, cowardly, scheming. The mindsets that <clears throat> all believe that what we're really here for is to liquidate the situation to the point that we take as much advantage of it as possible. Because that's the only attitude that makes any sense in a chaotic anarchy-driven world. But none of that feels like your real self. Maybe it does feel like you're one-upping those around you. You are proving your fitness, but you are not adhering to your purpose. You are not aligning yourself with your universal composition of why you're here. No. You're literally scheming yourself out of the person you're meant to be. So when you realize that and you come back to be kind, understanding, forgiving, truthful, nonplussed, non-judgmental, all the various <clears throat> elements that fall out of those three basic understanding, forgiving, kind tendencies, why does everything then start to matter in a way that's different? I don't know. That part I'm still trying to figure out, and is a large part of why I'm subjecting the universe to these daily-ish recordings. <clears throat> because everything does matter, but not matter simultaneously. In other words, every event you're having is for the moment that is immediately in your grasp. It's that moment. As soon as you're anticipating it or thinking about it, in other words, looking into the future or thinking about the past, you aren't living in the moment. So the moment is immediately here as well as it's gone and anticipated all at the same time. And this linear concept of time that we're trapped in is because we want to experience improvement. We don't want to know that it's at its greatest at all times, which is what timelessness is like. We want to see incremental, actionable, cause and effect improvement that we are accountable for. And we can only do that by realizing that whatever moments before this or moments we anticipate up till now are in our heads, are strictly only in our heads. But the moment we're having in real time, that moment's real. This recording is real. Your digesting of this material is real. What it's doing to make you think one way or another is real. But it's only as real as what you do with it in the next moment, or in the moments that it influences coming forward. Of which, if you are planning them out, 
you are wasting time. Go experience them. I, I know that's all just almost nonsense. But the moment is all we have. And it's not when it's me versus you that that moment becomes tangible. That's when that moment becomes, I don't know, something. There's something the universe doesn't want when it comes to that level of conflict. And I haven't figured that out yet. But I know me versus you is wrong. We're coaxed into that. We're trained to have en enemies. We're trained to think in group. Because you know what the third salient point for me today was? Is that myth that all individuals dream of upsetting the status quo with the lightning bolt of a moment that changes everything. That there's some sort of heroic myth about our culture that says that person exists. Because you know what they need you to think is that if that person does exist and we haven't heard from them for so long, well then, the status quo must be serving that which is excellent in all of us because what would you upset? Well, are you fucking serious? Seriously, that is the dumbest myth of all. If anything, we are conditioned to hope to achieve conformity within the ball of conformity that is not bitch-slapping Chris Rock, but still being Will Smith. Everything about being Will Smith is great, except that part where he walked on stage and bitch-slapped Chris Rock. That part sucked. Why did he do that? Because he broke. Why did Will Smith break when every other part of his life is perfect? Well, answer me that question, and you'll realize why it's a myth that anybody is here to upset the status quo. We're here to serve the greater good. We always have been.